Hello everyone and welcome or welcome back to Small Talk. I'm your host Naomi and for the first time in Fancy a Blether or Small Talk history, I'm here alone. It's just me today. Um, Kirsty is taking a well-needed break, a well-needed holiday, which when Kirsty says she's taking a break and everyone else in the entire world say they're taking a break, that means two very, very different things. Because when you hear, oh, this person's taking a break, they're having a holiday, you might imagine Kirsty's like, we're not sitting on a beach sipping a cocktail because obviously we're in the middle of a pandemic and we can't travel. But you might imagine Kirsty's, you know, just chilling, enjoying some me time. Yeah, that's 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 very much not what is happening. Kirsty is still going 25,000 miles an hour, just doing some amazing things. Um, but she's taking a well-needed break from this and I respect that. So it's just me today. So bear with if there are any audio or technical difficulties. I am not gonna know how to fix that. I'm just, I'm trying my best. So here we are. Today we are talking about a topic that um, I know a lot about. Today we are gonna be talking about how to prepare yourself for going back to work after lockdown. Um, Probably a lot of people don't know this, but I work in retail and it is non-essential retail. So every single time the UK has gone back into lockdown, that is my work closing and I'm at home. So this currently, this lockdown that we're in is probably the third or fourth time that I've been off work and on furlough. So preparing to go back to work is definitely something that that I know a lot about. And for people who haven't been off work at all throughout the entire pandemic, you might be thinking, why is she being so dramatic about this? Like going back to work is really not that difficult. You've just had so many months off, you're chilling. I don't understand why this is something that you need to talk about. And that would be where you are wrong. There's definitely a transition period I've found that is necessary for transitioning yourself back into work because I've also made that mistake, especially after the first lockdown. I just dived straight back into work. And to be quite honest, I felt exhausted. So exhausted for at least the first month or so because my body just wasn't used to it. My body had got so used to just being in relaxation mode hadn't really been doing that much. Yes, I'd been trying to keep active throughout lockdown, you know, doing workouts and going for walks and things like that. But doing a workout for a couple of hours a day is not the same as being at work for eight hours a day. So your body really needs that time to get back used to it again. It's the exact same thing that my parents would always say to me when I was at school. I'd be on school holidays and I'd get used to, you know, going to bed really late and getting up really late. And they'd always be like, make sure you get yourself back on a sleep schedule a couple of weeks before school so the early mornings don't like hit you like a truck. And I never listened to them. And they were always right every single time. So now as an adult in my 20s, I'm like, okay, yeah, you guys might have, you guys might have, might possibly have been onto something there. So that is my little first piece of advice. If you have been on furlough for an extended period of time, because I've been, how long have I been on furlough for now for this entire year? So the first lockdown started in March. Then I went back to work in June, worked all the way June through to September. No, through June through to October. Was off again for all of November. Worked again for December. And then work closed again end of December just before Christmas up until now and we're not opening again until mid-April so over the course of the year that is 
I'm not gonna calculate it off the top of my head. I'm really just not about to do that. But it's a long time. It's a long time. So yeah, my first piece of advice, definitely a few days. And I'm, I mean, to be honest, I'm mainly saying this for my own benefit because I also have a habit of not taking my own advice. I would say a couple of weeks, at least one week before going back to work, try and get yourself back on a sleep schedule, get yourself up in the morning at the time when you normally would to go back to work. And that's not to say that the past four months you've been doing what I've been doing and waking up at like noon and then suddenly you're going to set your alarm to be up again at 6am. It's not going to happen. But if you set it so that you're gradually getting up just that little bit earlier every day, by the time you go back to work, your sleep cycle will have kind of shifted and it shouldn't in theory be that difficult for you to then start getting up in the morning and going to work now if you take my advice and you try this and it doesn't work don't come for me i am not a scientist okay so definitely take this with a pinch of salt but that is what i suggest my second thing would be i think it's very important i think a lot of people have realized not just from being in lockdown but throughout the pandemic as a whole that a lot of the things that we considered normal in our society in the way that we were living yes they were normal but they perhaps were not healthy so i'm hearing a lot of people saying this oh you know i can't wait for this to be over and things for things to get back to normal do we really want to go back to exactly the way that we were living i think that's something that a lot of us need to take a lot of time to think about so I would say if you've really been cherishing the time that you've been having to yourself in lockdown the time that you've been able to focus on yourself not saying that other things haven't been happening in the world of course they have been and that would have been taking a lot of time a lot of energy probably a lot of emotional distress I understand that too but hopefully you have also been using some of this time in lockdown to pour into yourself when you go back to work please do not let that go if you've picked up a hobby try and keep that up if you've discovered that you've got a passion for something new please keep that up this is one of the things that i've always thought is that your job should not be your entire life you should work to live you should not live to work and also if this pandemic has shown us anything is that a job will replace you in about 0.5 seconds if anything were to happen to you a job is not going to be sympathetic yes your colleagues will be sympathetic and people will miss you etc etc but why are you going to bend over backwards and kill yourself for a job that if anything were to happen to you whether it was at the job or outside of the job they're going to replace you like you meant nothing and that's not to say that you shouldn't you know have a passion for the job that you do and put in a lot of effort and try and do the best job that you possibly can that's not what i'm saying at all by the end of the day the only thing that you have in this life is yourself and you 100% need to make yourself a priority do not prioritize yourself do not prioritize even a job that does not prioritize you that is my advice so you know just keep just remember who you are and try and keep a little bit of that for yourself you know don't throw away all of the personal growth and things like that that you would have made over over lockdown don't throw that away just because suddenly now you've got to don a uniform again and clock in for a paycheck it's just not worth it the next thing i haven't decided yet if this is going to be the last thing i haven't really written a list just seeing what comes up off the dome you can probably tell by this point obviously a lot of things have been happening socially over the course of the last year which is a, which ties in again to what i was saying about 
what we were perceiving to be normal before that before this all happened is that necessarily a norm that we want to go back to personally i think no i think societally we've realized that there were a lot of things that we brushed under the carpet or a lot of things that we just kind of ignored that were happening and we just thought well that's just how things are and those things were not how things should just be so when i say that i mean societal things in terms of um a lot more people have become aware of the extent of systemic oppression whereas that where that might be you know racism or sexism homophobia islamophobia all those different things those kind of oppressions for those marginalized groups are so ingrained into our society that a lot of the time people were not aware that it was happening right in front of our face and i think over the past few past year people have become a lot more aware of these kinds of things and i would say the thing with systemic oppression is that it's so ingrained into every single part of our lives especially in the workplace if you guys did listen to the episode that Kirsty and i did about um the harry and megan scandal and i was saying that <clears throat> a lot of the things that megan said that she had experienced with this whole you know scandal with the royal family is what black women in the workplace experience on a daily basis so you know you might have spent a lot of time over the past year on social media and you've you know, consider yourself to be quite the activist, you consider yourself to be very socially aware, you're sharing a lot of things on your stories and having these conversations. All of those things are great, but when you actually get back out into the real world, into the workplace, please keep your eyes open for those kind of things. Don't assume that it's not happening in your workplace, because I can guarantee you that it is. And if you're saying that, you know, you're so so socially aware and you're such an activist, now is the time for you to prove it because it's very very easy to share something on your story and think that you know you're you're doing the lord's work and you're doing great things and then you go back into the workplace and you don't notice that your colleague is being discriminated against because of the hairstyle that they're wearing or something like that please keep your eye out for these things and if you are noticing these things speak up about it because noticing it is only going to do so much if you're not standing up for that person how exactly are you helping? That, that That's the question I want to leave you with. How exactly are you helping? And this is not me trying to sound patronizing and be like, oh my God, it's, it's your fault if these things are happening and it's only up to you to do. That's not what I'm trying to say at all. But it's, how am I, how am I gonna word this? It's very difficult as the person who's on the receiving end of that discrimination to speak up when they feel like they're the only person in that space who notices it or who cares. And for that very reason, that is a lot of the time why people don't speak up. So if you've been in a workplace previously and you've thought, oh, it's not happening here because I'm not hearing about it, that doesn't mean it's not happening. It's because you, as someone who's part of that environment, are not creating a space for that person where they feel like if they spoke up, they would be supported. So when I'm saying keep your activism up, that's not me saying, you know, go in and try and be in everyone's business and be like, hey, who's bullying you? Is this happening to you? Is that happening to you? But just be sensitive to everyone's plight and be aware of yourself and say, am I making that person feel comfortable around me? Am I making that person feel like if anything were happening to them, that if they were to speak up, 
I would support them and they would know that I would support them and they wouldn't feel demonized and they wouldn't feel like their job was on the line for speaking up about something that they are the victim of. They're not the perpetrator of. I don't know if I've worded that correctly. It's I'm realizing it's a lot easier to have these kind of conversations when you have someone here to bounce off. So I don't know how Kirsty does this, honestly. I'm amazed. But I think this is probably something that I'm gonna start doing more. Is <clears throat> more more solo episodes. So if that is that wow. You can tell I've been in lockdown for so long and I'm lacking so much human interaction. I can't even say words anymore. If that is something that you would like to hear more of from me, there we go, that was a sentence. Follow us on Instagram, leave comments on our posts, head over to our website, which is www.fanciablether.com. Contact us in, in any way that you find a way to do so. Let us know your thoughts. If you think I've missed out on anything, which I probably have, because again, as I say, this is just coming off the top of my head and also as i say haven't had a lot of human interaction so uh i feel like my mental my mental capacity has definitely decreased over these last few months if you feel like there's any tips or anything that i've forgotten don't hesitate to let me know because they might also benefit me too because i tell you i'm sitting here right now recording this and telling you you need to do this that and the other and going, you know, I'm so excited to go back to work, which genuinely I am because I think I very much am craving structure in my life right now. As much as I've enjoyed having that time to just chill and allow my body to relax and allow my time to be governed by what my body is telling me it needs. So if I wake up in the morning and I still feel tired, I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna force myself to get up my body is telling me that it needs that little bit more sleep so i'm gonna have it because i know that once i get back to work i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna have the opportunity to do so so i'm like catching up on extra sleep before i've even lost it i don't know if that logically makes any sense but that's what i'm telling myself and that's how i'm convincing myself that it works i don't think it does i just enjoy sleep but that's a whole different conversation for a whole different day back to the point that I was making don't actually remember what the point was I think I was just trying to encourage people to sleep more because I don't know I love sleep um but yeah if I if you have any more tips or anything like that don't hesitate to get in contact and let us know I hope you've enjoyed this episode if you haven't keep that to yourself no I'm joking I'm joking if you do have any constructive criticism I would very much like to hear that because as I say this is my first time doing a solo episode so at this point I don't know if I'm babbling I don't know if I'm talking super super fast so you can't understand me I don't know if this is even recording properly I guess I'll find out shortly but yeah so this has been small talk I've been your host Naomi you can follow me on my personal Instagram at majestic underscore mayhem I'd very much love to have you Um, And now I'm going to have to try and figure out how to do the editing of this and add the music and upload it. If you haven't noticed by this point, this is generally all the stuff that Kirsty does. (laughs) So here we are. Hopefully this episode will be out later on today. If I can figure all this out, cannot guarantee it, but I will try my best.